welcome to the Hell of a Catholic Podcast. I'm T.J. Capaldi, pastoral lackey at the Georgia Tech Catholic Center. This is Alex Carroll, focused missionary here at Georgia Tech. Father Josh, the chaplain here at the Catholic Center. Today we have a very interesting question to address. We're uh, going to consider whether mission trips are, are a good thing or a bad thing, whether they're worth it. Um, there's kind of some debate, I guess, around whether, uh, look, what are the reasons and the intentions for us wanting to get a group of people together and raise a bunch of money and go to, let's say, a third world country um, on a mission trip for, I don't know, seven to ten days or something like that. Um, but first, before we jump in, I want to ask, uh, just for the sake of, uh, of more disclosure, uh, what the experience of, of, of us is um, in terms of going on these kind of mission trips or any kind of mission trip. So, uh, Father Josh, you want to start us off? I have uh, led uh, one international and helped in leading one um, American national uh, mission trip. I've been on several of both, and this year I am leading, currently I have three planned so I'm wow. obviously pro-mission trip. <laughs> pro-mission trip. I have yet to be on a foreign mission trip, um, partially because of my kind of skepticism towards it, um, but hopefully that will be cleared up today. Um, but I have done some local uh, mission work. Of course, I am a college missionary, but I've done similar kind of uh, service trips um, in the area. So that's my experience. And uh, as far as my experience goes... Last year, I went on my first ever mission trip, and it was uh, it was down in Ecuador, and I'm about to go on another one, another two, this year. Um, so, yeah, with that said, uh, let's jump in, and I think it would be important for us to clarify uh, just w kind of more specifically what exactly we're, we're talking about here. So, um, we're, we're kind of addressing... Like I said, these short-term mission trips, international, out of the country, where you're typically raising a bunch of money and taking a group of people um, to go do something. Um, and so I think the first question to ask is, why? Wh what are the reasons why we want to do this or why people want to do this in general? I'm actually... Can I propose a different uh, sure. a different way of going about it? <laughs> yeah. I actually think most people are fairly attracted to the idea of a mission trip. Sure. Whether or not they're willing to sign up for one and go through the process. I think they're fairly attracted to it. I would actually like to hear, to start with, I'd like to hear why Alex is skeptical. <laughs> okay. and, and before we do that, Alex, would you tell us what FOCUS is? FOCUS is a college missionary organization. Uh, we work... For right now, we are just in America, so we're just in the United States uh, on 100 college campuses. We send full-time college missionaries to the college campuses to live there and uh, minister to the students in various ways. And how many foreign mission trips a year does Focus lead, <laughs> roughly? trying to get me fired. Uh, hundreds. I, I couldn't tell you hundreds. the exact amount. We've and would you say that is a hundreds. central portion of the Focus kind of model or not? A large part of what we do is taking students on foreign missions, yeah. I okay. would say it's central, but I would say it's a it's a big it's a big part of so it. So at the at the training that I was at this summer, mm -hmm. I'm gonna not quote directly because my memory's not that good, mm -hmm. but basically it was told to me that this is where 
the most important work that Focus does is accomplished. Oh wow, I didn't was know on the mission that. trips. I was I'm not aware of sure that. Sure, the mission director did say that. Um, <laughs> it actually was not the mission director, it was the finance guy that said oh, okay. that. Oh. And, and I agree, and I think I understand where he's coming from. So the reason that Focus takes students on mission trips is not is really, well, I'm sure they enjoy doing good work in other countries and enjoy serving people, but they're really looking for a conversion of the people who are going on these trips, right? Would, you, would that you say is the main purpose of all the trips that you've been on? Or are you are you leading? No. Not the main purpose? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Focus is side is. But again, I've never been on Focus Mr. Trip. I'm not so, speaking for Focus at all, but I think that's the main reason they do it is for a transformation of these students who are going on this trip. So when they come back, they can they can take the, their newfound faith, their newfound vigor, um, and use it and put it to work on the college campus. I, I agree with you. I think okay. that's almost exactly what they said. Okay. I think that is an accurate representation. I don't want to misspeak for And focus. I remember at the time, I'm I remember at the time having a problem with that. Yeah. Huh. And that's that's the reason I have sort of an issue with it. Again, Focus is a great organization. I do work for them. It I, is a fantastic organization. Please. Absolutely fantastic. If Curtis Martin is listening, please do not <laughs> fire me. If the missions director is listening, please do not fire me. The only re- the, the trouble that I have with this is if we are going to fundraise thousands and thousands of dollars per student, to go to an area and do a little bit of work, really having almost zero impact on these places that we're going. We really are. If we're, if we're leaving any change, it's not lasting change. So like, we might build a school, we might build a church, we might dig a well, but we're not building jobs for these people. We're not helping their economic situation whatsoever. Um, it's sort of a temporary Band-Aid on a, on a, on a much bigger issue. Um, and so if we're spending all this money for transportation, sometimes I think our money would be much better spent just sending it to these communities sending the supplies and and the the materials that they need to get whatever job is done probably a lot better i read an article the other day it was called what was the name of it it was like white girls in africa or something it was talking about these mission trips where these teenage women would go to africa and they were building this school and they were trying these people who had zero construction experience were trying to put up brick walls and what would happen is they would work all day in the blistering sun and of course they're doing a terrible job they had no experience they'd go and sleep the men of the village would come out at night, tear down everything that they were doing, and rebuild it better, but only to the point to where they were at, so they wouldn't make the people on this mission trip feel bad about themselves. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. That's really interesting. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, <laughs> first of all, I don't think, I, I may be wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and propose that that's not a bad thing, right? What part of that? Or is any part of it? Um... Mm. Yeah. I, I, okay, I'm going to say it's not a bad thing. It might not be the best. Okay. But it's certainly not bad what's happening. Okay. Right? I don't think I mean, so. I mean, it, let's think about it, right? So uh, irrespective of how the money is getting spent, let's just talk about, okay, is it the best way to spend money? Maybe not. Okay. But what do you have over there? You've got, you have people from the U.S., presumably, right? Sure, yeah. People from the U.S. trying to help people who are in need in mm-hmm. a foreign country. Right. And, and the surprising them. kind of result that the people who are there are kind of so appreciative of what they're doing that they go behind them to fix what's going on. Sure. And my guess is by the end, you have a fairly kind of good community sort of experience. I don't know if they'd be appreciative of it, though. Why would they be appreciative of someone just coming and, and messing up whatever project they're working on and then them having to do more work um, and then watch them mess it up again the next day? I don't know. I don't know if they'd be appreciative or they're just trying not to hurt their feelings. They understand. But why would they not want to hurt their feelings? Uh, They're they're kind-hearted people, I guess. I don't know. Okay, but but that's what I'm saying. So at the very least, what you're giving people the opportunity to do is to show kindness and charity to the missionaries. (laughs) 
So we're I'm going saying, on mission. No, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's the ideal thing. Okay. But I'm saying that let's at least admit that it's not bad what's happening. Sure. I still think the money could be spent in much better ways. I have no, no question about that. Let's be clear. This is large sums of money for people Absolutely. that haven't been on trips before. Like, like $5,000 per, $4,000 per it, person. It, it depends where you're going, but it could Plane be. Plane tickets only, yeah. It could be that high. Or you can do a lot with $4,000 in a developing country. Um, so, yeah, is it, are they doing, are they going there for bad reasons? No. Are, what they're accomplishing or not accomplishing, is that bad for the area? Maybe not, but I think they could be a lot more useful. And I think it's sort of selfish of us to take these trips only for the fact of our own transformation, knowing that we're really not going to have a lasting impact on this. Okay, okay. I agree with you there. I agree with you. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think what you're doing is We're using, using these people. people. Yeah, you're, you're using, using them as objects. someone for your end. Okay. And it's, it's almost like a zoo, though, because we're going there and reviewing this poverty, like this thing that we've never experienced before, and like, wow, this is really bad. I feel really sorry for you. And then we're coming back to, you know, first-class America, and just like, that was a great experience I had. And those people are still out there hungry. I don't know. That bothers me in a really real way. Okay, but I, I guess what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get out of you is is the mission trip just intrinsically worthless, or do we just need to do it well? I guess done well. Like I said, I have zero experience, so I, I don't know if I have the solution to the problem that I haven't seen yet. But um, it, at the moment, I would say I'd rather not go on mission trips than go on in the way that sometimes we approach them. Uh, okay, well let's let's talk I, let's let's talk for a second about domestic mission trips. I'm, okay. I'm waylaying TJ here. He's trying okay. to get in here. But <laughs> okay. This, okay, I'm passionate about this. You know? By the way, I just want to say I don't know if you can hear it in the recording, but I'm really enjoying our piano accompaniment right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I don't know who that is. Um, but uh, so, what about domestic mission trips? So. How about what you do? Mm-hmm. What you do for a living? Yes. You raise money. I do. Large amounts of money. Mm, I would definitely wouldn't say large. Maybe money. not large enough, okay? <laughs> but large amounts of money. Sure. Essentially, what you do as a focused missionary mm-hmm. is you go and find mission partners yep. who are going to support you, mm-hmm. pay you basically day. your salary. Sure. And they're going to pay you for you to come and work at Georgia Tech. And I pay something for you too, but you don't you get do. that. Right. I pay the like, focused not. organization. Right. Um, and they're paying you to come and to help spread the gospel mm-hmm. here at Georgia Tech or wherever Focus sends you. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That mystical gospel that we can't... <laughs> the, the mystical gospel. That we right. can't define very <laughs> so that's, That refers to another podcast. You'll see that yeah, one. You may or may not have heard yet. <laughs> so how is that different? How is you you raising exorbitant amount of money mm-hmm. to come and do something of, of questionable... Questionable value. Questionable value. Well, I mean, of questionable results, right? I would say, one, it's a long-term mission, so I'm here for at least one year, most likely two. Okay. So not only am I here, I'm not here for a week where I barely even recognize the names of the people that I'm in contact with. I'm developing real relationships with people. And so the focus of focus is to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And so something that probably couldn't be done in a week in Africa, but here I'm able to invest in students, build them up in the faith, and then send them out to do the same. So... Um, Real relationships and making disciples. Yes. Okay. So let which me takes a this. while. Which takes a while. Which takes a, to build Do an actual relationship. That takes those ladies investment. over in Africa. Who the guys are coming and fixing the wall. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're at least at the beginning of building real relationships? Yeah. Okay. So the problem is not what's going on there. It's the follow up. Absolutely. I think it takes a lot longer. And are they making disciples? Probably not. They're not there long enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we've talked about, we've mentioned so far, I've picked up two different um, kind of purposes or 
reasons why we might go on these short-term international mission trips, right? Um, the first one that Alex mentioned was kind of came from focus, but I'm sure they're not the only ones who take this approach, um, which was the transformation of those people who are going on the mission mm-hmm. trip. The second thing that was kind of mentioned, not necessarily directly, so correct me if I'm wrong, kind of sounded like that the purpose of going on the mission trip was kind of to to help in some kind of like physical service way, sure. it, like build something or mm-hmm. fix something or just do something. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard of mission trips that dig holes, that mm-hmm. build chapels, those kind of things. Um, see, I'm trying not to be too vague here. Uh, uh, <laughs> why do you use concrete examples, which I have a picture. Um, now, I don't think either one of those things are, like Father Josh said, are bad. But mm-hmm. are, is there another, are there other reasons why we might go? There's another one that was alluded to. Well, we kind of talked about it in the context of what Alex does on a day-to-day basis or what his goal is. And I'm thinking that's probably the goal of at least some of these international mission sure. trips. And that's to spread the gospel. Like, assuming that it's a Christian mission trip, right? We're not just going to do service. Right. Um are we really trying to spread the gospel and how are we going about doing that? And is that a purpose of why we're doing this? If it is, then it, are we able to do that in okay. seven days? Or what about days corporal, or corporal works of mercy, right? Okay. <clears throat> and Matthew, I think it's Matthew 25, right? I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink, yeah. naked and you clothed me without shelter, mm. that kind of thing, right? Sure. Okay. And- now, does Jesus say that we should only do it if it's going to be permanent and lasting. No. No. Okay. So what's the purpose behind that then? Hmm. Uh, to be Christ to another person, even if it is just for a short amount of period of time. Well, and, and then to, the theory would be that somebody else is going to take up that banner as well, right? Yeah. Hopefully. There's going to be a whole lot of people being Christ to that person. Sure. And to and the on the inverse or the flip side, on uh, seeing Christ in... Uh, seeing Christ in the people that you're serving and learning to do that yeah. kind of all the time, right? Absolutely. And I don't I don't mean to bash like every mission trip out no, no, there. No, I, um, there I, is, well, folks does one that's a month long to Calcutta where they work uh, with the with, uh, Order of Mother Teresa, whatever her order is called. Missionaries of Charity. Missionaries of Charity. And they literally just serve the poor day in and day out. And like, no, are they building anything that's lasting? Are they doing anything that's permanent? Not really, but like they are like helping these people immediately, um, which okay. I think is important. What about, what about, how about Mother Teresa's order itself. They're missionaries, mm-hmm. right? Missionaries of charity. Sure. What is different about what they're doing versus what the people who come to visit them are doing? Aside from duration. Sure. And Well, I think we're talking about two different mischiefs now, where we're going and trying to accomplish some means to an end, and where we're going and just serving those who are in need. Right, so there's a mission that we go and we try to build a school, we try to build a hospital, we try to build an orphanage or dig a well, um, something that's potentially going to long-term help this society, or we're just going and we're serving these people who are about to die. Um, those, those are two different things, and I think I would be more in favor of the second um, than of the first. But what about Christ's mandate to satisfy people's immediate needs? Hunger and thirst are not long-term problems. That's an right. immediate problem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, they they are long-term issues as well. Right. Sure. You're always going to be hungry, but but. Like, someone going to do that and to clothe the naked, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing, that is a give shelter to people who don't have shelter. Like, I think that's a worthwhile aim I, on I a mission too. trip. I do, too. I think that's what I was trying and to And I think what we're talking about, maybe, is then purification. Mm-hmm. Purification of the mission trip and of the ends. 
I, and the reason why the reason why I'm, I find this so interesting is because I share a lot of the opinions that you have on this. Okay. Right. But I do think they can be done the right way. I don't think they're done the right way all the time. Yeah, Maybe sure. not even very often. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one of the interesting things is what you mentioned about duration, right? Like there's kind of the theoretical duration and then there's like the actual effective duration of the trip. So if we're just if we're just kind of independently taking up a trip and going for a week and we don't know whether anyone's going to be there before us doing what we're going to do or after us doing what we're going to do, then I think we could probably have a legitimate concern about that mission trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we know that like maybe somebody's already there doing what we're going to help out with and someone's going to come after us or continue to do what we're doing when we go on this like short-term trip, then that's got a lot more value um, practically or effectively, right, than just going for a week and doing something and then yeah. not knowing whether it's going to continue or not. So there's those kind of – those are kind of good questions to ask towards the purification of the trip. Um, and those kind of apply to more like the, the long-term mission trips where we're trying to make a lasting impact. I think that's true. We should have a more responsible plan of like before and after what's going to happen. Responsibility. Um, that's a good word. For those who are just going to serve the poor and other countries, like the hungry, the sick, the dying um, – I would say, yeah, it's a good thing, but we sure have a lot of hungry, sick, and dying people in America that need help as well. I don't think we need to spend $6,000 on a plane ticket to go all the way to India. Um, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Not that it's so, a bad thing, not that it's I, not I a think, good thing. I think the magnitude is different as well. This right? is true. Poverty in the United States, um, I mean, I may be wrong, but I remember when I studied economics, poverty in the United States is a moving target, right? Mm-hmm. They've got it set where the poverty line is always going to cover a certain percentage of the bottom of, of people in the country. Yeah. Right, and when people who are below the poverty line, like when folks have iPhones and they're driving places and things mm-hmm. like that, you know, that's it's just a different thing. You go to third world countries, and you go into these. Like I, Peru is a particular thing for me. I have a passion for Peru, and the group that I work with down there is an awesome, amazing place. Um, you go into these shanty towns, and like we're talking about people who sleep on dirt. Yeah, you know, they don't have clean water. Uh, I was down in December planning the two mission trips I have to Peru this coming uh, coming up. Well, three missions, excuse me, three mission trips I have to Peru coming up this year. And I was down there as they were getting ready for their Christmas campaign. And the guy that I'm working with, his name is uh, Alejandro. Um, and so Alejo is telling me uh, about their Christmas campaign and how they're going to go and they're going to see like 100,000 kids in the next three weeks. Wow. And they're going to bring Christmas to them. And I'm thinking, Christmas, oh, this is amazing. Like, what do they bring them? Each kid gets a cup of hot chocolate and a very small little trinket, like a tiny little cross. The kind of things that you buy in Rome for five cents a piece. Yeah. And you're paying, you know, 300% markup, right? (laughs) They get get those kind of things. And they are so grateful. And they absolutely love it, right? So to participate in something like that, now, it's true, one of the things we get out of it is a good feeling. Mm. But just because you get a good feeling out of it doesn't mean that it's not good, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, what about, the? I think you're also, so I'm thinking back to my experience in Ecuador last year, and there was a lot of good things, like we made a relatively meaningful impact in kind of finishing a chapel that had already been begun by a group that was there before us and that someone worked, we didn't actually finish it. So someone continued to work on it after we left. So that was a good thing. Um, we also like went out and talked to, um, we went out and talked to different people in the community and it was really interesting because 
uh, we don't have time to talk about it on this podcast, but um, most of the people there were Catholic, but there were things maybe that they were missing or misinterpreting mm-hmm. or that, like, there were social um, social pressures to, like, let's say, not receive sacraments for, for not good reasons and stuff like that, um, that we were able to, like, go and just talk to people, and eventually those kind of things came up. And so that, that was actually, like, really fruitful, right, in sure. terms of spreading the gospel, if you want to put it in that category. But on the note of, like, having the good feeling, I think there's also some value to the experience of poverty, of assuming that you're living there with with people um, in kind of some level of poverty in terms of where you're sleeping and living and staying and what you're eating and those kind of things. And I know from, from my experience last year that that was something that I personally benefited and learned a lot from that I still like maybe I'm not living it out very well right right now you know a year removed but it did have an impact on me so what's what's the value of that in the scheme of things and I agree I mean but I think that now we're back to what Alex was pointing out at the beginning right the fact is there is a good effect on the missionary yeah. right there's a good effect on the missionary but I think we have to look at that as a positive side effect Right, a secondary effect, okay. not the not reason the yeah. why we're Definitely going. Not the, reason. the reason has to be the other person. You have to be going to assist people. Um, I remember one of the things that this, the mission trip I led, I led a father-son mission trip down to Peru um, last March, April, excuse me, and we're taking another one this June. Um, and one of the things that I told the, the boys as we were leaving is that guys you know we're not going to solve the problems of the world on this trip like we're not going to solve the problems of poverty in yeah. in lima we're not going to solve the problem of clean water you know what we're going to do we're going to go down and we're going to help one small group of people in one shanty town have a slightly better life that's what we're going to do now what do we raise we raised a hundred thousand dollars for that project for, for the whole trip and everything. What did we bring in tangible benefits, like minus the cost of the trip and everything like that? Mm. We probably put in $35,000. No, no, no. Uh, 20 and 5 and 20. So $50,000 of it was tangible benefit to the community. Sure. Um, and another fifty was expenses and traveling and all that kind of stuff. Um, for, for the size group we had, we did pretty well. I, I don't know that... I mean, it's true that I could send $100,000. First of all, I wouldn't have raised it, right? Yeah. People are giving you the money because you're the one that's having the experience, that's, right? That's important. Number one, yeah. I wouldn't have raised it. Number two, there is something very powerful about going down. One of the things, like on this trip that we took, um, every single one of the people on the trip wants to go back. Whether they can or not is a different matter, right? Sure. But every single one of them wants to go back. And when I went down in December, we went back to the same little area of the shantytown, same little place, and saw what we had done. And these folks, they want to see us again. Like, we made a very personal connection. We worked with the locals the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made a very personal connection with them, had mass with them. Um, they were, I, I remember it was like the third day. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but... Um, it was like the third day before they found out that I was a priest. Oh, really? And the people were just baffled because, like, this priest is up there. I mean, 
I took like rock throwing duty, right? So I got these <laughs> boulders that I'm trying to move <laughs> up on top of this mountain. Sure. Um, and uh, and the people they were just baffled. And then we had kids in seventh grade all the way up to seniors in high school, and they couldn't believe like that of all the places in the world and all the people that we took an interest in them and that we continue to take an interest in them. I do think longevity of missions is a really essential key yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah. There has to be some longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, otherwise it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So I don't think we've given you know, exactly a definitive black and white answer. Most of what we said kind of leans towards the good of a mission trip. Um, and I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is that uh, it's really difficult to put a price on actually trying to be Jesus to someone who really needs it, whether that's in a in a temporal kind of like hunger and thirst way, or in a in a spiritual in a spiritual kind of way. So, uh, but I think we also have given some some pretty good ways to kind of to think about mission trips in a better context. So, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, TJ and I actually are going on a mission together down to Peru and uh, by the time you hear this it'll be we may have already gone but uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going from here in about a week and a half and uh, we're gonna actually f- uh, record a podcast down there as well um, and so we're gonna continue this discussion uh, this is kind of an introduction to the idea of of mission trips and and what their role is and importance is in the church So we thank you for listening uh, to the Hell of a Catholic podcast. Uh, And if you have any questions for us or comments, any suggestions for future topics, we've gotten a few and we appreciate them. Uh, It's uh, podcast at gtcatholic.org. Thanks for listening and God bless.